Oh, Lord, please be with me today. Help me to say the right words. I need the Holy Spirit. I need him talking through me. Lord, I trust you completely. And I pray that you will just help me say and do and act the way you want me to. I love you, Lord. And I thank you for dying for me on the cross. I thank you for being my Heavenly Father and taking care of me. Please be with me now and speak through me. I don't want to say the words. I want the words to come from you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm first going to bore you with some statistics. That's it. Whoever said that was correct. Does anybody know when community service started? Well, I didn't either. So I had them do some research for me. And Phyllis came up with the closest we could get was in 1985. That was the closest records we could get. I think they started in 1983, but we couldn't find anything that far back. Anyway, uh, the lead, pardon? For this church, I'm talking about this church. No, community service way back when I was baptized was going, and that was in 69. So it's been here a long time. Uh, Vera Rude and Verna Dixon were the two that started it, or at least as far as the records go, they were the ones that were instrumental in getting it going. And back in 93, 95, they had a total of 1,467 people. Now, we don't, and I, Phyllis, you're gonna have to correct me if I'm wrong here, we don't count them by people, we count them by families, right? So that makes a difference, because we had 989 families this last year that we helped. Uh, cash value of food that they gave away was $1,999. Uh, we went through $1,600 last year, and mostly for Thanksgiving baskets. And by the way, Thanksgiving's coming up, so be thinking about it, because <laughs> we will doing baskets again this year. And I also need some names. So if you can think of somebody that needs a basket, make sure you write it down and let us know. Because we've given out, what, anywhere from 20 to 30 baskets a year? Up to 42 last year. Okay. So there's a lot of needy families out there. Now, in 85, they gave away clothes, bedding, and furniture about 8,000. We've given away last year 13,803. So there's a need out there. If there wasn't a need out there, we wouldn't be doing this. Other agents, they didn't give to other agents back in those days. They used everything they had, or they, I don't know what they did with it. To be honest with you, I wasn't there. But uh, we, gave out, we gave out about 300 bags to other 
area, actually the blue bins, and, and I say that, and you probably don't have any idea what the blue bin is. Well, up in Yakima, they have a group of people that go around and collect the things that either we can't use or that we've got so many of, okay? And they take it up there, sort it, and divide it up with other people around. And they also take the rags and make things out of them. So they don't waste anything. So when I say the blue bins, that's what I'm talking about. There's two blue bins out there that we put our extras in for them to use. And we gave about 300 bags to them last year. Shoes. 672 pairs. That's a lot of shoes. Kitchen utensils. 1,850, and I'm saying this because in 93 they didn't do this, okay? Um, volunteers, back then they had 28 volunteers. That's a lot, that's really good. We have an average of about 17 volunteers. And the total hours that we worked last year was 4,465. That's a lot of hours. I have found since I've been working with community service, that everybody has found their niche. Um, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Gloria. Yeah, she's back there. <laughs> she works with the quilts as well as the people. And she does a fantastic job. Now, she, we don't actually quilt quilts. We tie them. And the reason we do that is because we can make more faster than quilting them. And we're not there to sell them, we're there to give them away. So she works with the quilts and she helps with the people. And I really appreciate you. You really do help us a lot. Most of these people are fantastic. I can't think of anybody that work, I work with that isn't. Tracy comes in now and again and helps us and, and she, she's really, how do I put that? She just does whatever she needs to do. I mean, she's even put stuff on, um, what is that? On the inter internet? To e well, not eBay. It's the other one that's local. Marketplace. Marketplace. There you go. And sold things for us on it because people weren't taking them. And, uh, and they got more money out of them too, didn't we, Tracy? <laughs> And her husband is a blessing as well, because I always call on him if I need something. <laughs> and he's always there to answer and, and to do it. I really appreciate him, too. Diane, I'm going to have you come up. Diane works in the office, as well as everything else. But basically, we're training her for the office to help fill us out. I want you to tell them about your dad. Well, I started coming to community service when my daddy was in Quail Run, and he wanted to help with the community service, and so he would come, and he would work with... How old was he? He was 87, yeah. 88. And he had a hard time getting around. He did, but he would sit in the chair, and he would help sort the clothes and put them in the bags and he worked with Bill Hansen. Yeah. And he'd go home and he'd say, Man, they worked me to death today. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But he and loved it. And he loved it. every minute of he it. He loved it. <laughs> yeah. And Diane, I really appreciate you. You have done, she, she helps in the office and any place else she can get. She's really a worker. And uh, all my girls are workers. All my men and girls are workers. <laughs> Thank you. Let me tell you one more thing. Okay. You can tell us one more thing. I just want everybody to know that I've gone to this church for years, and I worked at the hospital, and so I would sneak in because I worked home health and, and just listen to the sermon, and then I'd leave. And I just did not feel connected with anybody in the church until I really started with community service. And I have fallen in love with all these ladies. We have so much fun, and it's such a blessing. And when somebody comes in that is so needy, and they just cry and say, oh, I can't believe that you helped us give all this stuff to us. Thank you so much. It's worth it all. Yes. And that's what we really love about community service, is helping other people. Thank you. Uh, Mark, who is not here, does clocks. And he comes periodically, and he will do the washing, and he is a clean freak. I didn't, shouldn't do that word, maybe, but he really cleans. <laughs> he does all the vacuuming, all the washing, all the uh, clothes and shoes, and he just is a wizard. And George, who's sitting up front here, he takes care of our shoes. Now, he's not a young person anymore, but he still comes every Wednesday very faithfully, and he sets up his little station, and he does the shoes, and I so appreciate that. Guess who would have to do it if he wasn't doing it? <laughs> so I really appreciate that. Alice and Phyllis are both turning 90 this year. In fact, in a couple of weeks, right? 90. How many of you could do what they do at 90? I'm not sure I would. Alice is our sock lady. She makes sure the socks are always put away, and they always have uh, clean socks, and she even helps George if she has time. So I really appreciate her. And Phyllis, now Phyllis has been at it for a long time. She was a leader before I became leader. And I don't really think I'm a leader. I'm more of a guide, <laughs> but Phyllis does the office, and her real passion is quilts, so I'm hoping Diane can help her in the office so she can also work with the quilts, because we have nobody in the quilts except Pat, and Pat ties quilts, and she does a fantastic job, but she's the only one, and then Grace, um, Gloria will help her once in a while if she gets a chance, but a lot of times she doesn't get the chance because she's in the other room helping people. Jim, who is in the back, comes faithfully every Tuesday and helps us with the, with the blue bins and helps us with the garbage, taking it out and counting it and sorting it. And he, doesn't, he also helps with Meals on Wheels. So he doesn't have a whole lot of time, but he still comes and helps us, and I really appreciate that. He's a real good worker. Susan. She looks like me, it's my turn now. You wanna come up here? Because I want you to tell you what your specialty is. Susan has just joined us not that long ago. And she's a, been a real blessing. And she has done something special that I don't think I could do. But she can do it. 
couple of people that don't know me. My name is Susan. And when I retired, I was looking for some place to volunteer that would be meaningful. But what these ladies don't realize, they've done more for me than I think I've done for them. Their friendship and love has done so much for me. And when they get dolls that come in, they're in pretty bad shape. Really bad shape. Really bad shape. Some of them have crayon marks all over them. Some of them have their hair that has been cut <laughs> non-professionally. And so they send all these dolls home with me. And um, I give them a bath, I wash their hair, I put new clothes on them, and a lot of them are from donations that we have of newborns, and um, fix them up so then some other child can enjoy them. So that's kind of what I do. <laughs> Some of these babies are really precious. <laughs> if you'd see the before and after, we have a poster here, and it shows what they look like when they come in, and they're in pretty bad shape, and what they look like when they go out. And I hope that they are, make some little girl or boy very happy. And they do. Thank you. Thank you. I'm also going to tell on her. Um, her husband and her both have a bit different bathroom, and she'll take these dolls home and she'll stick them in his bathtub. <laughs> and one day he came out and he says, what are all these women doing in my bathtub? <laughs> but, but she assured him that they weren't gonna go anywhere, that they would be just fine. <laughs> okay, Pat. She's our only one that is a very, that works on the quilts every day that we work, on every Wednesday. She's very faithful. Uh, sometimes Gloria can help her and sometimes she can't. But she's always there and she's always a big help. And I enjoy you. <laughs> Shannon. Now, we have gone to working two days a week on Tuesday and Wednesday. On Tuesday, I don't like the girls to work until noon, and I won't let them work any longer because they've already put a good days at work in. But Tuesday, we sort clothes, and Shannon, who comes, and she's not here today, but she comes very faithfully. She always gets there at 7.30 in the morning, and she helps us sort, and she's been a big blessing to us. Esther now, she's very special because she's taken over the baby clothes. And if you've ever worked with baby clothes, they're tiny, they're little, and there's a lot of work to them. But she's taken them over and she's made... <laughs> what are they, Esther? <laughs> Layettes for, for boys and for girls. And so when people come in that are pregnant and are going to have a baby, then she gives them a layette. And sometimes they'll come in just after they've had the baby and she'll, she's right there to give them a layette, and they have everything in it they could possibly need, right? She's good, very good at it. Tracy. Tracy puts stuff on, I already covered her, didn't I? Oh well, I'll cover her again. She puts stuff on yard sales for us. And that's a, that's a big job. Have you ever done that? How many have ever put anything on eBay or 
someplace like that. Is it easy? <laughs> I really appreciate her. Mary's next. She doesn't want to come up, but I told her I'm going to make her come up. Mary is an all-around worker. Now, Mary joined us after she retired. And I want you to tell them what you do. What don't I do? That's it. That's exactly it. What don't she do? <laughs> She's actually my right-hand man, and she does everything. And you know what? I really appreciate her because she's not one that has to be told. She's one that just goes and does it even if it's wrong. And by the way, it's not all that wrong because I, I have a problem. And one of my problems is that I pick up their coats and put them in the Dorcas. They don't dare leave anything laying around. And very thankfully, Mary comes along and says, no, no, that's mine. Thank you very much. <laughs> Can you tell them why you joined community service? Needed something to do after I retired. Yeah. And she's been a really blessing to us. Thank you. Um, and like Susan, it's made a huge difference in my life. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad we make a difference. And you know, we're not really a club, but we are a family. And you guys are part of our family. Rosa's another one. Uh, a lot of you don't know her, but she uh, goes to the Spanish church. And we've helped the Spanish church out with their right cells, too. And she's very faithful. She comes, she works every Wednesday. So she comes in the morning about 7.30 and works until about 8.30 or 9 o'clock. And then she goes and cleans houses. And I really appreciate the fact that even those two hours can make a big difference. And she's always willing. Nina, she's not here either today. She's a refiller. Now, what I mean by that is she'll come into my room because we have three rooms. And, and by the way, after I get through talking, we've set it up so that you can see what we actually do. And I want you to come over and go through it, and we'll go, go through it with you and show you what we actually do because there's a lot to it that you don't realize that we do, that there's a lot, of, a lot of stuff, and we are now taking over the hallway. We've taken over the one room, now we're taking over the hallway, and we've got half the gym. So we're growing <laughs> right out of our place. Anyway, so we've set it up like we do for the people when they come in, and we, we want to show you what we do. Because talking about it's one thing, but showing you is completely different. And it just, it just floors me how well these girls do. And, and uh, Nina is one that she will go into my room, and I t speak of my room because it's the room we sort in and store stuff in, and then the other room is the sewing room, and then it's the main room where we have our, our people come. She will go into my room, and she'll get all the stuff she needs for the other room, and then take it down there and refill all the buckets because they go out pretty fast. Alice can contest to that with the socks. She says, I just filled those up. Well, they're empty again. And Gary and Barbara, I want to say a special thank you to them. Do you know that they go and empty that little house two or three times a day? At night? The, what little house? Is that what I'm hearing? 
Yeah, he, he does it. What time do you do it? One, two, or three. How many of you want to be up there that time of day? Yeah, but I appreciate them doing it. Otherwise, guess who would have to do it? And I can't come down at two or three in the morning and do it. But he, he does it really well, and Barbara always reminds him, and she's right there by his side. And I appreciate you. I really do. Deborah. She's also a quilter. And she helps with the quilt, but she also helps in the other room, too. And I appreciate what she does. Now, in closing, and I'm not ready to close yet, I'm going to tell you uh, three stories about what happened to us three different times. Maybe four. I want to talk about the male trouble we had. How many know about that? Okay, I know they do, and you do. Well, Barbara Martin went over one day, and she looked in the garbage, and she found all this mail. This was right around Christmas time, if I remember right. If you don't shake your head, I won't know if I remember right or not. <laughs> anyway, she decided that that can't be, so she took it out. A lot of them were not open. Some of them were. And we thought, okay, why is it in our garbage? So we reported it or she reported it, and the cops came out, and we found out at that time because um, and I cannot think of your name, and I never have been able to, and I just hate that. Tracy's husband, Len, I knew what it was, I just can't remember his name, and I can't figure out why. Anyway, he put up a camera in the, up in the uh, his room, the Pathfinder room that was shown down on that. And we also caught the people stealing out of the little house. And that was cool too, because we went from maybe 10 bags to 30 or 40 bags when they finally caught them. And of course they gave them a warning and told them that that was stealing and they were not to be on the property anymore. And I don't know if they ever caught the guys with the mail or not, but I think they were looking for them. So we've dealt with the police. We've also dealt with the police when we have a lovely gentleman, and I think it's a gentleman. It may not be a gentleman. It may be a woman, but they watch our little house from across the road. And one day, a lady drove up, and she had two or three kids and another lady with her, and they got out of the car, and they had this little teeny dog with them. And I was outside doing something with the garbage, probably, and she put the dog in the car and then shut the door, right? And I thought, okay, they're not going to be here that long. And they came in, and we started working with them, and I happened to go out again, because I run all over the place, and here's a cop looking in their car. <laughs> And I thought, oh, somebody's reported the dog being locked in the car. And sure enough, I went up to the cop and I asked him what was going on. And he says, well, there's a dog in this car. And I says, yeah, I know the people that own that dog is in the, in the community services. Um, I'll go tell them to bring their dog in. So I went, out, went in and told him 
what was happening, and they brought the dog in. He was just a little dog, so it wasn't like it was a big husky. But he brought that in. They brought that in, and we helped him, and the cop came in, and he was very, very gracious. I think the cops around here are nice. I haven't had a whole lot to do with them, but what I have had, they are very nice. And we kept the dog inside so that the neighbor wouldn't be bothered with it. <laughs> then we had a lady come in one day, and she, um, I'm not sure if it was Phyllis or, or Lita was in the office. It might have been Phyllis. But she didn't want to give us anything. She gave us her first name, and that was it, right? We asked her address. I don't want to tell you. We said, uh, well, well, well um, can we have a phone number? Nope, don't want to tell you that either. Well, uh, can we have your age? Because that's usually what we take. Nope, not telling you that either. <laughs> she just wouldn't tell us anything. And I walked in about that time, and I thought, okay, we're not going to worry about paperwork. We're just going to take her out and get her what, her what she needs. So we gave her to someone, and I'm not sure who I gave her to, but she ended up sitting on the blue benches, trying on shoes, and I came by her, and I said, oh, I see you found some shoes. That's great. And she looked at me, and she smiled, and she says, I'm so sorry I gave you guys such a bad time. I didn't know you, and I don't know what you do. And you've been so kind to me, even though I was very rude. And I said, that's because the Lord wants to bless you, and we want to bless you. And she was so happy when she left. She was a completely different person. And I think, if I'm right, she was a homeless person that didn't have a regular address and something. So she couldn't tell us her address because she didn't have one. Anyway, we helped her. Now, the best story I can tell is the one I'm going to tell last. And that's about the man that came to us in a sheet. Yep, he walked in the door with a sheet around him, and that's all he had on. Well, I don't know that for sure. I didn't look. Uh, but he, he was wearing a sheet, and he had a sheet that went up over the shoulder and then wrapped around him, right? And I happened to walk in just as he walked in, and I can't remember who helped him. Phyllis could have helped him too, but I said to Phyllis, I'm helping him. I'm taking him in the other room, for one thing, but I'm helping him. And while she was doing the paperwork for him, I ran over to the office, and I told Judy, I said, I need the pastor. Now, I don't know this guy from Adam. And Judy said, oh, what do you need him for? He'll be here in a little while. And I said, no, Judy, I need him now. And she says, why? And I says, because there's a man over there in a sheet. Oh, <gasps> I'll call him right away. <laughs> I think she finally believed me. <laughs> and he came, and this guy was very, very nice. But I think he wanted to be a monk. Because when I took him into the other room and said, now, how can I help you? He said, if thou would, would thou please provide me with another sheet? And I thought, okay, I can do that. <laughs> and I said, well, how about shoes? And he says, no, I don't think I need shoes. 
And I said, well, how about a coat? <gasps> he said, maybe I shouldn't have a coat. And I says, now we have socks and underwear and T-shirts and no, I don't need any of that. And I thought, okay, <laughs> you just need any of that. But we treated him just like we did anybody else. And that's what we want to treat everybody is if they come in. Now, he turned out to be fine. We have had people that have not turned out to be fine, and we have had to call the cops on them. And now I'm going to put the girls on the spot. And, and Susie, you can't tell me because you already know. What's our code? What do I say if I want you to get all the people into the other room and lock the door? Yeah, I say, I need those red shoes, which means I've got trouble in the office. I need everybody in a locked room. Now, if I say I need the yellow shoes, it means be prepared to go in the other room. Because we have had some people that have come in that are on drugs or that are... Fortunately, we've, I think we've only had to call the cops once, right, Phyllis? That I know of, anyway. Most of the time, we can calm them down. Now, I did, we did have one guy that came in, and it was poor Olita. Felt sorry, sorry for her, because I, just as I came into the office, he goes, she gave me the devil sign. And I thought, the devil sign? I'm not even sure what that is. And I says, well, what did she do? And she, he said, she went like this. Well, I think Lorelita probably went more like that, was putting her hand up or something, and she didn't even know what she did. And I said, oh, is that the devil sign? And he, oh, yeah, that's the devil sign. I said, well, you know, in sign language, that's not what that means. Oh, what does it mean? And so I told him, I love you. He was shocked. Sandy and I both took him back uh, together and worked with him. And by the time he left, he was happy too. They really don't know us. And so they have some res reservations. And I don't blame them. But the important thing I want to stress to you is that you belong to community service too. No matter what you do, you help people, right? How many has ever helped anybody? Everyone would raise their hand on that. That's community service. And we talked about Dorcas, and we have, we, the girls and I have decided that um, that's what we want to be, is like Dorcas, and give it away. I know a lot of the ones have gone to thrift stores, and that's okay, because there's a lot of people that can afford that stuff. But we have found that a lot of the homeless, a lot of the people that are on a very low income, they can't afford the thrift stores. Somebody has to help them. So we decided, instead of going in with them, because they did want us to go in with them, we decided that we were going to just stay as we are and that we were going to give it away. We were not going to charge for it. And we give things away that come in. If you donate, uh, well, somebody donated a fantastic uh, dresser one time, and they said, give it to someone who needed it. And it was a beautiful dresser, and I could have sold it. But the very next day, a lady came in that said she was just moving from back east, and she left her husband. She has three kids, and she has nothing. Guess who got the dresser? 
That's what we're here for, is to help people. And that also includes you. If you need help, come see us. Don't be shy. I will come down anytime to community service for any one of you by yourself so you don't get embarrassed, because I've been there, done that, and find what you need. And if I've got it, you're welcome to it. And I know that I go through things, and the girls go through things, and they'll say, oh, you know what, Barbara Martin can use that for the kindergarten. And so we put it back for her. Or the Pathfinders could use that. Whatever we find that comes in that we think this church can use, we give it to them. We also give it to any church that needs it. We have one group that comes every time we have a yard sale, and they do those shoe boxes for overseas, and she always takes all the little animals we have, which is usually quite a few, and I never charge her. And I don't because I feel that that is going to help someone. Why charge them? We're here to help. Anyway, that's what we do. And I'm going to close with prayer, but I'd like those that would really like to go over and see what we do and see how we set this up. It's amazing. It really is. We have a lot of overflow, so we decided to put a lot of bins in the, on the blue benches so that they could go through that while they were waiting. They love it. They love it. And I tell them, take what you want. No limit on this one. They love it. They think that is the best thing that ever happened to them. <laughs> and so that's how we get rid of a lot of stuff that we, so it's too good to just give away. I mean, give to the blue bins. So we decided we'd put it out for them to take. And they've taken a lot. And we appreciate that. Anyway, we do want you to come over and go through and we'll show you what we do and how we, they come in the office and we take them into the hallway and then into get coats. And this winter, uh, we've got a lot of coats and we've been giving out a lot of coats. Especially now that it's raining, we'll be giving out a lot more. Let's bow our head for prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for helping me talk. Thank you for talking for me. Help me to be more like you. Help this church to be more like you. Lord, we want to grow. We want to be your hands. We want to be your feet. We want to be your voice. Help us to do that. Send the Holy Spirit to each one of the people here. And help us to be a helpmate.